the Ruck Infringement Podcast with Joey Alchin. Legends, welcome back to another episode of the Ruck Infringement Podcast. As always, you're here with Joey. Joining me today is Craig. Craig, welcome back. How are you? Thanks, Joey. Good to be back, mate. Uh, it's always good to have you. And on our special guest interview today is none other than the wonderful Kevin Campion. Kevin, how you going? I'm good, boys. Thank you for having me. It's appreciated. Mate, it is our pleasure. All right, Kevin, let's get straight into it. For those who don't know who you are, can you introduce yourself and who you played for? Mate, I played for a thousand clubs, to tell you the truth. Um, mate, I'm from a little town just south of Mackay in North Queensland uh, called Serena. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of the place. Yeah. But um, over the years, there's been some tremendous players coming out of that um, area, that region, but especially Serena. Um, the likes of Martin Ballard, Dale Shearer, Wendell Sala, myself, um, and Daly Cherry, Cherry Evans. And... Um, the, and the latest is uh, Reuben Connor, who's just um, he's from a little cattle uh, farm just down down the road near Kamala. So yeah, look, it's um, I started playing there in under tens for the for the Serena Crocodiles and uh, worked my way right through the grades, played A grade. Um, was lucky enough to get selected for Mackay uh, in the Foley Shield uh, competition, uh, playing against teams like Mount Isa. Cairns, Townsville, um, Innisfalich, and all all those um, those teams. So, but uh, yeah, basically got spotted after playing in the Fowler Shield Grand Final in, in 1991, playing for Mackay. We beat Cairns, and uh, they got a, a few trials. So we got a trial down in um, Western Suburbs. So I, I jumped on a plane from Mackay and flew to Sydney, um, and made this made the squad. Uh, which was which was uh, yeah, look, it was fun at the time. It was just an open trial, and there was a, like a thousand trials on on uh, over Saturday and Sunday, and yeah, it was it was pretty hardcore to tell you the truth. But um, while I was uh, planning to move to Sydney uh, to play for the Western Suburbs, I got a call from um, uh, a great friend in Mackay, Butch McCall, who knew Grant Bell, and he knew that he was going to the Gold Coast Seagulls and. And Belly wanted me to um, come and troll there. So instead of going to Sydney, um, which was probably a blessing in disguise, I got uh, I, I trolled at the Gold Coast Seagulls and um, yeah, and stayed there for the for the next four years and had had a tremendous time. Yeah, I've got uh, we've got some we've all got some great stories, but um, most of my great stories are from that that time from ninety two to ninety ninety five. Yeah, I love that, mate. Uh, the Seagulls, obviously, not around anymore. We do have the Titans. But um, for us that remember the early 90s, it was a great club and uh, some great heritage there. But let's jump into a, a fun question to start with. Now, I know you've played for a few clubs, but who was the funniest teammate that you played with? Oh, look, I've had some funny uh, teammates. Like you, you, you know, I've played – with blokes like um, Alfie and Kevy and and those types of guys, but the, probably the funniest guy that I ever played with, um, who who still harasses me to this day. Only a couple of weeks ago, he, he got me again. But um, uh, Nathan Wood, I played with, yeah. I played one year with him at, over in um, New Zealand. But um, it, it was one of the funniest, one of the best years that I've ever had playing rugby league. 
and um, Natty Woods was a, a real big part of that um, success in 2001 at the Warriors. Um, yeah, just a funny man, but he was he was always on, you know. He, he, yeah. I'll tell you, like, just a story. Just We go to Bali every every year with um, great mates, Jamie Goddard. Anyway, we're over, over there only a month ago, and um, I, uh, you know, just put on Facebook that I, I, I was over in Bali and, um, you know, catching up with a great great couple of mates. And I get I get this message from Natty Woods saying, mate, you wouldn't believe it. Cause, and I was staying at Legion at the time. You wouldn't believe it, mate. I'm, I'm just down the road in Seminyak. I'm at the W. Mate, uh, come, out, come out with me tonight. I've, I've, there's a, you know, I've got the top floor um, pool garden. Yeah, wow. Um, I've got a four-hour drink package. And, mate, there's heaps of people here. And you just come to the door, um, tell them, tell them I'm, uh, you know, I've invited you, and uh, just come upstairs and start drinking. Let's have a great time. And I said to Jimmy, I said, mate, oh, let's get, let's just get on the bikes and go. And we, you know, we've had a skinful, and uh, we were probably not in, a, in the best um, best uh, way to ride the bikes up to Seminyak, even though it was, it was, you know, it's only a, a ten minute bloody scoot. Yeah. Anyway. We decided to just stay on at the Y bar and, and uh, keep drinking there. Anyway, I, I get a message probably the next day from Natty Woods. I said, oh, mate, you missed a great night last night. You know, great. You know, there was heaps of um, girls there. And, you know, mate, you would have had a um, blinder. And I said to Jimmy, mate, we've got to go and have, we've got to go and catch up with him at least. Anyway, cut a long story short, he's not even in Bali. <laughs> so he's in <laughs> Sydney. He's in Sydney. So he, he screenshotted a, a a picture the next day, bathing his young boy in his in his bathtub. So he's not even in Bali. So he's got me again. You know, luckily, luckily I was I was um, intoxicated and I couldn't go and uh, embarrass myself again. Hey, that I absolutely right. Oh. I think what I love about that story is that's not a um, post end season footy trip that happened like just not. Ago. <laughs> that's, that's a month ago. So he's still. He's still harassing me, mate. But he's yeah, he's one of the funniest blokes I've, I've ever met, um, and he was an integral part of that success in two thousand one. Just for that, just being who he for for him being who he was. Yeah, no, that's awesome, uh, mate. The next question we got, we we see a lot of uh, strange rituals and superstitions these days with players. Back when you were playing, which player had the strangest ritual or superstition that you saw? Oh, there was a few like what. I played with some some weirdos, I tell you. Um, Eddie Fallon's used to his ritual was he, he'd eat two burgers before a game before he even run out on the field. So I, I don't know how he how he operated uh, with two big beef burgers in, he, in his gut. Um, Alfie Alfie was a he was a bit of a jitterer. He'd come around and he'd he'd, he'd always have a vomit before the game. But he'd just he'd come around and vomit right next year and just make you sit make you sick yourself. So he was he was a bit of a lunatic. Um, oh, look, a few blood, you know, made sure there. Oh, actually, Ali Latini he had he had these special um, uh, underpants and they had they were I don't I don't even know if they were um, uh, dick stickers. They were just uh, they were the underpant black underpant, but it had a big smiley face right at the front, right at his crutch. Um, so we used to wear them all the time. So um, lucky undies, <laughs> lucky undies. Yeah. So yeah, I think a few of the boys had, yeah, funny sort of things they did. They either you know put the 
the sock on the left foot at the you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, look, there was a few lunatics. Yeah, for me it was. Did you have any yourself? No, mate. I just um, I made. Oh, I didn't eat on the on the day of the game, that, which was one thing I didn't do. So it's probably not a not a good thing. But um, that was one thing I I didn't do. I just made sure that I, I just my body body felt clean and I was right to go. So yeah, just yeah, that was probably it. Yeah, lovely. Uh, the next question I had, and you told us one before, but uh, tell us some stories about some of the great characters you played alongside. Some of the great characters. Oh God, I would just I played with so many clubs, you know. I played with six yeah. clubs, so I, I played with so many great, great guys. You know, when I first got to the the Gold Coast, um, obviously the King was there, and yeah. we had the likes of Steve Jackson and Ray Herring and. Paul Martin and Brent Todd, Peter Gill, uh, and they were all they were all um, older sort of statesmen of, of the game. We had a, a lot of old old guys um, when I first got there, but they were real. They were, they were great mentors um, to all of us, um, yeah. which was great, fantastic for for you know a young kid coming to. Um, and even Rowdy was there. Rowdy was um, Rowdy was from Serena, and he was married to my cousin, so. Uh, you know, he was he was a, a great friend um, as well. He used to take me up to Ipswich, where he was still living up there, and and because uh, I, I got a, I got a bit homesick. Um, well, I got a homesick a lot, but he uh, used to take me every weekend just to see my cousin Delise, and and we were pretty close. So yeah, um, but the great characters, mate. We had, I think, one of the great characters was probably. I played in the Bronx, and his name was Johnny Plath, and he was just such a a good fella, mate. He was. These are the days when we we come back into the sheds in '98. They, they were still the boys were still smoking in the sheds, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, there was no, there was nothing um, about hydration or anything about you know about anything like that. But the boys, the boys would um, have a bunger straight after the game, and and um, we'd get uh, beers straight into us after the game. What I loved about. Um, that time at the Broncos, you know, I, I, um, the boys, we used to play cards all the time and, and, uh, had Mick Hancock and, and, uh, Peter Ryan and Andrew G and, and Johnny Platt. So there was a foursome there. So I was always the, um, I was always on the bench. So anytime someone wasn't there, I, I'd, I'd fill in, but, uh, we'd be drinking, <laughs> we'd be drinking, <laughs> uh, having, having, the boys would be bunging on before, even the, the night before we finished cards at like one o'clock in the morning and, We'd have a few uh, few beers under us, and um, oh, mate, it was just a great time at the Broncos at that time. It was still still old school, but um, it was just a, a really good time. Yeah, mate, what, I love that. What What was it like? I mean, obviously, you're at the Broncos towards the back end of the '90s when it was more of a professional sport. But you know, coming through from the Seagulls to yep. which I can what that was like finishing. You went through the Super League war and then you come out with the Warriors. So you, you've gone through that whole progression to it being a full-blown professional sport. What was yeah. it like? Was it different at the, the different clubs or could, did you notice the change as you went along? Yeah, look, I, you know, I was I was fortunate, you know, play, playing at the Seagulls for four years. We didn't have that much success. But um, I think Super League changed, changed a lot, you know, bringing it um, sort of into a sort of semi uh, but professional sort of atmosphere. Um, I got the opportunity to go to St George um, when the, you know, when they um, dismissed the um, court case 
um, against Super League in '96. So we we started preseason in '96, and then it, then it sort of um, I went down to Adelaide, but um, then it, then we lost the court case. I came back to the Gold Coast and got an opportunity to go to St George. So I think that's where my football really started to um, move forward because I you know that there was you know we were coached by David Wade, who was a very good coach and and I needed structure in my game and and I love playing underneath him I, I I played under Grant Bell in um 92 and he was like a he was like a um you know he was like a Grant uh, sorry a, a David Wade he, he'd been co- he'd been under him at Newcastle uh in the early uh 90s late 80s and um so but that was in '92, so it wasn't until '96 that I I started getting getting coached again. So that '96 season, I re- really enjoyed it. But not only for that, but um, being also that when I was at the you know the great St George Club and playing with some some tremendous players like you know Chuck Mundine and and Wayne Bartram and Mark Horn and um, um, Lash Goulet and uh, just so many great players, Jeff Hardy. You know, to name a few, um, yeah. So we yeah, had a really good, good season that year, and but then you know, I um, then I sort of stagnated a bit. Went back down to Adelaide. It wasn't wasn't um, probably the best year. Um, the only the only sort of great thing that happened that year, I made the um, the Queensland Super League side and yeah, was coach and, the and the, yeah, that's right. And got the opportunity to play under Wayne and and met Wayne, so, and that sort of kicked off, off our friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want to touch on it's not a question I had uh, in in our questions to you before, but um, you know, put, playing during that era, so like '97, the Knights won the comp, and then they won it again in 2001. I want to talk about a player like Joey Johns. Mm-hmm. What was it like coming up against a player like that? Was he just but could you stop him? Was he able to be stopped? Yeah, look, I was lucky enough to be playing in, in Brisbane at that time, you know, so we, we had a pretty simple plan against Newcastle. They, they, they just used to throw these long cutouts and mm. and our defence was was pretty pretty strong, like right across the field. So I think 98, we were minor premiers, um, because, again, because of our defence, and, and 2000, we were minor premiers, um, again, because of our defence, but yeah, Newcastle sort of never used to worry us. To tell you the truth, they, um, yeah. we, Wayne just said, you know, they, they, Wayne would just say, just let these boys throw the ball across, you know, do the do the long cutouts and just uh, hold your line, and they'll eventually just throw the ball out, but or, and we'll just tackle them into touch or something like that. So, yeah. um, look, he, look, Joey Johns was is a tremendous player. There's no doubt about that. But um, you know, I still. I still believe, you know, the, like, you know, Elfie Lang is the best player that um, most of us have played with. So, and you ask anyone in that Brisbane side, you know, from 19, from 88 to um, 2001, yeah. um, who's, who's the best player they played with? It would be Elf. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, mate, let's talk about finals. Now, you played in a few grand finals uh, mm-hmm. and played in a few final series. What was your favourite finals game, if you can narrow it down to one? Yeah, they were all different, to tell you the truth. I, you know, 96 was um, was just a, 
we just got on this massive roll. We I think we're you know we're I think we we're two from ten in the first um, twelve yeah. rounds, and and then we were like eleven from twelve in the last twelve rounds. You know what I mean? So, mate, we just got on this massive roll, and just we really enjoyed the you know the the journey. I guess uh, we just had fun every week. We just didn't take it too seriously. Um, Ninety eight was was different. I was playing in a a star studded team of just uh, probably the best rugby league side that you'd ever want to be playing in. So I was very fortunate. Ninety eight was uh, sorry two thousand was was um was just, you know we the ninety nine season wasn't a good season for us. We we. Just scraped into the eight, and we we got beaten by fifty, I think, uh, against Cronulla, who 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 were first. And uh, like the two thousand was a um, was a rebuilding year for the Broncos. We we basically uh, built our whole um, game around our around our forward pack. We had some tremendous backs, don't get me wrong, but yeah. we were more a big, physical, brutal side. You know, we had Petro. Webby, um, Phil Lee, um, so the raging bull. That's it. Right. The raging bull, Brad Thorne, uh, and myself at lock. Not a bad pack. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, then you miss like um, Tony Carroll's in the who, who's who's a genuine lock. He's he's in the centres. Wow. Um, Kevy and Benny Ike and Lockie Wendell, <laughs> Lottie Takiri. Yeah. You know, wow. it was just a. Uh, it wasn't the flash um, side of '98. You know, we didn't have that that Elfie Langer X factor, mm. but we we yeah we were we were very hard inside that year, and Wayne just drilled us the whole year. In 2002, I, I still believe, you know, we had the side to win that uh, competition. We had a a Bronco sort of like um, uh, team. You know, with the play. Played with um, the great Elf, um, Elf Langer, but um, Stacey Jones definitely in my top three. Um, and and the forward back we had that year was 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 good. Um, and you know we played with some tremendous players like Ali Latidi and and Owen Goodenbeal and Logan Swan. Those and you know then you looked at Clinton Tupi, um, and we had Ivy Ivy Cleary at the back. Mate, we had we just had we had a really good good side but we built that that year with uh, around our forward pack as well so yeah it irks me today just thinking about that um that team and and um not winning a grand final with that team yeah yeah of course uh look i, I won't tell you but i'm a i'm a mad roosters fan so i love oh, yeah. that too <laughs> it was a it was a great grand final but no look uh, there's, there's some great ones there mate you played a few origin games do you have a favorite origin memory as well Oh, I think my first origin, you know, was very special. Um, 2001, um, got called up from the Warriors um, to make my debut. Um, yeah, it was special. It was um, it was just a, a culmination of hard work and persistence and, and basically dedication, mate. And I'm, I'm grateful that um, the Queensland selectors gave me the opportunity. So, yeah, but it, but it was very emotional. It was the last game at Lang Park, uh, my first game. Uh, so I got to experience the old Lang Park, which was yeah. which was really special, and um, yeah, just running out um, with uh, the whole of Queensland uh, supporting you is just nothing that I'll I, I can ever explain to tell you the truth. And and singing that national anthem um, 
on the field that night was, yeah, was very uh, emotional. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, from Origin, we go into the international field and you obviously play for Ireland. Uh, what was your favourite international game? Well, probably the, the quarterfinal against England was was probably our, my favourite. You know, it was, yeah. um, it was it's a big build-up. Um, I don't think anyone expected uh, Ireland to make the quarterfinals. Um, we had a tremendous side. We had we had some great characters in the, in that side too. Um, you know, Terry O'Connor, uh, Barry McDermott, uh, those those guys in the forwards, and just had some um, really good um, sharp backs as well. Um, but yeah, I don't think anyone expected us to make that quarterfinals. We won all of our pool games, and uh, then we got the opportunity to play um, uh, England at Headingley, uh, which was just a packed crowd, and it, it was a bit. Uh, it was a, it was a, it was like an origin. It was built up for that. Um, obviously, the the <laughs> the bad blood between England and Ireland. So yeah, it, it was um, it was. It was a great experience, and uh, unfortunately, we lost that particular day. But uh, we did, uh, we did Ireland proud. I think we were the only team to make the quarter, only Ireland side to ever make the quarterfinals of the World Cup. Yeah, absolutely, very special. Uh, I'm gonna hand it over to Craig now. He's got a few questions to finish off. I've got to say, Kev, I uh, when Joey said he was doing this podcast with you, I was really keen to jump on. I I loved watching you play. I just the toughness and the grit that you brought. Even even as a New South Walesman, I actually enjoyed watching you play the Origin. There's there's not too many Queenslanders out there that I would say that about. But Talis Webke and Alfie and yourself are, are certainly in the crew. So I was very keen to hop on tonight. But I just I, I love looking back at the the career and like going from the Seagulls, and then you go to the Dragons and then have success there. But then from the Dragons, go to Adelaide, which was not a rugby league town. And then from Adelaide to Brisbane for grand final success and then to the Warriors and have a lot of success. As, as you say, as unfortunately, you didn't get the grand final win there. But then you got to finish back off uh, back in Queensland. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. And I'm really, you know, appreciative that um that the cowboys gave me that opportunity i um i had the opportunity to go to england after the 2000 grand final i'd signed with warrington um but didn't go and we were when my time was up at uh, the warriors we were considering going back to you know going back over to england um but it, you know it was just an, it, it was a nice a bit of a sort of a homecoming I, yeah. I'm from that area, played Fowler Shield, um, knew the area well, and Townsville's just such a beautiful place. So yeah, look, I um I had a we had a great two years there. We um um we didn't make the finals the first year, but we um we certainly made a dent on the final in the finals on the in uh, 2004. I think we were I think we were one off the grand final to tell you the truth. I think we the Roosters actually beat us to go into the grand final. So. I think it was like 14, 12 or something like that. It was close. It was very close. But um yeah, it was just a great um great two years. It was a sort of a rebuilding of the club. Um I was taken up there just to add some starts to uh the squad, but also mentor a lot of the um young kids coming through, which was great. And I had a I had a wonderful time and I've met some um great people and some, you know, I, I went over to the Warriors in 2005 and coached, and one of my my first um, 
signings was that I brought to the club was Michael Luck and Lucky and I were uh, roommates in 2003 and 2004 and I knew how tough the kid was um but he wouldn't he wouldn't leave um Townsville because of the fact that Billy Johnson was there and he loved training under him I said mate Billy's not going to be paying your bills for the rest of your life you might as well come over here and and um you know try your trade over here and uh thank Thank goodness he, he woke up to himself and and uh, signed and, and we brought him over and he, be, he became one of the greats over in over in New Zealand. Yeah, sure did. And comparing the game now, obviously the, the toughness that you come through and, and the business model it's at now, are you still a fan of the game? Are you still involved? Are you support yeah, club? yeah, I am involved. I'm lucky enough to be uh, Warriors ambassador um, over in Australia, so I do all their um, all their corporate stuff over here, which is, I love doing. Um, and you know they take me back over to New Zealand a few times every year, and yeah, so I'm I'm blessed to be involved, still involved with the club, um, which I, you know, a club that I really love. I I only spent two years there, but um, I um, got an affiliation with that club, and and I, you know, I can I'll, I'll do anything to um, to help make it successful. Well, they had a great year this year, and it's just I think it's great for rugby league to see them to do well. And and the the ride they were on this year remind me of that two thousand and two Warriors where everyone just sort of got behind it. If you, if your team wasn't in the semis or they were knocked out, everyone was going for the Warriors, and that's sort of the feeling they've got now. So yeah. it's yeah, good to see for the game. It is, is good it, for uh, the game. Mate. Sorry, sorry, Kevin. Yeah. Is it is it up the Warriors for you or up the Waz? <laughs> Mate, I think it's generally up to ours now. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere. God, how good is it? What a catch cry. Yeah, but there you go. Look, the, the, the club is in a really good um, place at the moment and they're still re rebuilding. I, I know, um, you know, the, the, the emphasis shouldn't be winning a grand final. That'll, that'll definitely come in the next few years. But um, the success we had, this year was a is, is a good sign uh, for years to come, but um, yeah, it's just a great great club to be around, and they've got some really special people there, and, and some really special players that really love the club. No, it's good. Hopefully, they'll uh, go go further next year. Yeah, but well, you, your question about you know the you know the difference of the player today to the difference of the player of yesteryear, you know, we, you know, we were still smoking in the sheds, as I said, in 98. So, and drinking, drinking, Forex uh, gold. Um, so it's, it's totally different. Like they, I do feel sorry for them. They, they, um, they're in a bit of a bubble where we weren't um, back then. Uh, you could get away and no one sort of really would come up to you and hassle you or anything like that. You could travel anywhere. But these days, these boys are, are are rock stars, you know. Especially, you know, look at that success that the Warriors have had. They're just bloody rock stars. So, you know, I'd hate to be. Uh, and to his credit, like Shawnee Johnson is a is a rock star, but uh, he's one of the nicest blokes who, who will do anything um, for anyone who comes up to him. He'll he'll give them time, and and I, I think everyone appreciates that. Yeah, it's definitely a um. Different time now, and, and I've heard a few of the players from the nineties say things like they're glad social media wasn't around oh, back then. <laughs> oh no! Wow. <laughs> yeah. I oh, still like. I, 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 
pop up on Facebook not long ago, actually. Um, Brent Todd's uh, signing with the Gold Coast oh, in interview. Shocking. <laughs> shocking. I mean, he'd be put in jail today. Like, actually, the, the NRL would, would have banned him. Yeah. Would ban him. Oh, so if anyone said that on TV, they would ban him. Rugby. <laughs> Contract straight, ripped up straight away. Absolutely. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mate. Um, I can't unsee a lot of the stuff I've seen, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, definitely a uh, different time. Some some of it for better, some of it for worse. <laughs> yeah, oh, mate, definitely, definitely. Oh, mate, we had we had some great fun. I'm sure, and I'm sure the boys had fun these days, but it's a different fun, you know. Yeah. 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 Do you got any more, Craig? That, no, that's it for me. Thank you. Beautiful. Uh, just to finish off, can you give us an early prediction for 2024? Oh, look, mate, I just think um, there's not going to be much of a change in the top eight. I just There might be a bit of a change in the top four. Yeah. I, um, I think the, the Warriors, um, you know, will, will will be successful again this year. I think Penrith will, will still be up there. They've got too many great players and, you know, the great coach. And, um, you know, yeah, I think the top four won't sort of change much, but yeah, I don't think well, there's not going to be much change in the in the top eight, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I think I, I, I think it should be out there. I d I don't know. It depends on how much Penrith wanna want it, I guess, yeah. you know, on how far they go. Uh, and, you know, if they get a four a, a four beat, I'm not sure. But um look they're just such a classy side with great players. And I think um, you know, the I think the the great thing they've got this year, I know um, Luai's um, signed with the West Tigers, but he's still got another year. So I think that'll be a driving force for the team as well to send him out of, um, with another ring. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Kevin, we want to thank you for your time today. That is all we have time for on the Ruck Infringement Podcast. Uh, this episode will drop as you're listening. It's obviously up on Spotify. Uh, we just want to thank you so much for coming on. Craig as well, thank you for joining me, mate. Don't forget you can follow us on all our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, X, Threads, or LinkedIn as well for the professional in you. And you can find us wherever you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know the drill, Google Podcasts, all the others. So thank you again for listening. That's Craig. That's Kevin. I'm Joey. Be good. Good on you, lads.